What's up, movie lovers? It's your girl back. It's Rossi. And um, I know I just finished a show that you guys will listen to in a few days, uh, The Sandman, but I now have my special guest I've been telling you all about. You've all been seeing it on social media. I have Big V of the Nappy Roots here with me. What's up, Big V? What up, Ross? What it do? What it do? And what it do? What it do? It does well. That's what it do. Thank you so much. Thank you, my listeners. Thank you. Thanks for coming and sitting with me and allowing me to interview you. You guys, if you don't know, ask somebody, Google him. This is Big V of the Nappy Roots. This is a a Mm multi-selling, platinum-selling, Grammy-nominated rap group, legendary rap group. 2003, um, Poe folks, we'll get into that. It's a lot of music that um, that they had out, guys. Um, we were backstage and we were talking and I totally forgot I was supposed to hit the live and that we're supposed to do this on air because um, very interesting. I'm going to let you guys know just a little bit right now. Um, Big V, you're originally from Bowling Green, Kentucky? Oh, yeah, that's Covert City, Greater Nashville. Okay, okay. Are you, in, are you still there? Are you in Colorado now? Oh, my son, he just moved out to Colorado with Deion Sanders. He left the University of Kentucky and and Deion, you know, hit the transport portal and Deion wanted to bring his Louis. And that was a key installment. So Vito Jr. lives in Colorado. Vito Jr., okay. Yeah. You have a song that was called what? California, Colorado, California, uh, Colorado. Colorado, the new California. There you go. There you go. Oh. Um, that's one to sit back and smoke to, guys. It's 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 Ooh. yeah. I, I've I've been listening to Big V's music um, for the past weeks, month. Um, listening to a lot of um, when he was with the Nappy Roots and music that he has out today. I just listened to um, Mario. Mario, brother. Oh my gosh. I was on iTunes and I'm like, I'm looking at the pitch. I'm like, wait, is that V? Oh, yeah. Like, let, me, let me preview that. You got a song for everything, everything. I mean, you're you're all over the place. We'll start. We'll start simple so that these these folks can know. So the Nappy Roots came out and um, you were signed to Atlantic in 2003. Oh, is that when yeah. you went professional in 2003? No, we signed a record deal in 98. Okay. Um, Sour Atlantic, hit the Chitlin circuit with 8 Bowl, MJG, Trick wow. Daddy. Wow. You know, the, in the early days. Wow. And yeah, I was in, we had wrote out now in St. Louis and wrote Jazzy, you know, Matt Jazzy Shay. Yes, yes. And we were putting together Watermelon Chicken and Grits. Right. And, uh, Nelly from St. Louis had just split split the ocean open with country grammar. Yes. And I, and I was staying downtown as well. I have two kids in St. Louis on Lucas and I, and he had dropped a new song called Give Me Two Birds. I can get to stomping in my Air Force One. Well, right. to make that long, long story short, I was standing there with the same producer like a week later. And the same guys that produced two pair produced Po folks. Um, the record that later on Anthony Hamilton sang on and it yes. became Grammy nominated and wrote that in St. Louis, Missouri. 
Oh, it's wow. weird. So, okay. So guys, um, the Nappy Roots consist of um, Big V, he's lead vocals, okay? Um, and then we have Ryan Anthony, who I loved. Um, our Pharaoh, um, oh, our prophet, I'm sorry. He also uh, does vocals. And I, I understand he left the group in about 07. Um, oh, yeah. And we have um, Skinny DeVille. Um, he's also from T Kentucky. Fish Scales, uh, what is that? What is it? Mildeville? Is it Millageville, Georgia. Millageville, Georgia. And then we have B. Still, who also is vocals, uh, Kentucky. And but it also said Bob Blake and DJ B. Who were they? Are they in the group now, or were they original members of the group? Because it says only so six of you guys. There were six vocalists, okay. and then as a group, we were more like Wu Tang. Okay. But being the first rap group in Kentucky, we didn't have it all together. Okay. At, at that time, you know, the only one with a real professional rap contract. Okay. What did Hillbillies doing with their contract? You know, <laughs> and it was the first of our kind. You know, Kareem okay. Abdul-Jabbar was going to college in my town. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was going to West and he playing basketball there. Fish Skills was on the team with him and everybody in college, you know, when they leave for the summer, they're going back to metropolitan areas. Okay. Some, and he took our music there, put it on the A&R's desk in Atlantic, and, you know, okay. this was history. Right, right. I remember um, the first song I heard was, I remember Poe, folks. I think everyone remembers that, but also All Now and, and um, um, what was it, uh, uh, Stick and Tired, uh, but that was on the Wood and Leather album, which is Wood and Leather is their second album that they came out with, which actually absolutely went gold. OK, the first album was a Watermelon Chicken Grits. That was an O2 um, uh -huh. that went like multi-platinum, like crazy platinum. I mean, that that was the album that was nominated for the Grammys. And you guys also got American Music Awards. I mean, you're nominated Soul Train, MTV, uh -huh. um, VMA Awards. And I know that Poe Folks, that was the one that was nominated for best, I think, rap album of 2003 or rap song of 2003. Did you, did you, did you guys ever get compared to Outkast? Actually, yes, being different. We, now if you look at ESTG, Jack Harlow, okay, right, Bryson yes. Tiller and the other acts in Kentucky. Napa Roots is like Outcast is to Atlanta. We the different ones, the conscience. Okay. okay. Now the other guys add the Jesus and you know, <laughs> and, and Kentucky got other lanes to it. Okay. And uh just to be the pioneers of that. And yes, I we do get compared with Outcast a lot and Goody Mob and oh, arrested development. Yes. yes. And, um uh, you ahead. Sorry, you though, when I heard your verse, when you open up the song, Poe Folks, you remind me of um, CeeLo, you know, that raspy voice, um, very animated, just the the one that sticks out the most, like your lyrics sticks out the most to me. And I love your lyrics and That's the true. fact that you also did vocals. But when I heard you, like I said, it was like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, they're like outcasts. They're really good. They're really good. And then hearing your vocals and and um our prophets vocals, like Skinny's vocals, just you guys just blew everyone away. You absolutely blew everyone away. Um, 
the 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 songs that they have guys um i'm gonna read out just uh some of the songs to give you guys an idea they had so many songs okay um and and big v was with you were with them from 95 to 2012 right okay it's a lifetime of music ups and downs watching families grow world tours of abroad we went travel with the uso in wartime we shot the whole world, this country, around the globe. In Iran, we went to Kuwait, Baghdad, Saddam International Airport, and was finished finished second in the world who the soldiers most wanted to be seen by, second to Jay Z. So that was really that was really an honor to be a part of the USO, right. and if our soldiers could fight, we could sing. Right. I was going to ask you that. Um, um, okay, I was going to ask you that. You, you. I'm just going to bring it up. Um, being that you guys traveled all over the world, what's the favorite your your favorite venue or or place that you performed at that was like your favorite of all? Do you have one? I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> I, you know, you go historic places. When I was a kid, my mama cleaned house. I always wanted to do Soul Train. Okay. And dance with one of the dancers, and to do that, <laughs> and to go a little further, and so that was a milestone. Did Jay Leno? Right. Did Jimmy Kimmel's first show with Sarah Silverman? Um, <laughs> let's see, live performance. You know, to be at the basement, perhaps sitting, yeah, been on oh, tour yes. with Jay Z, um, Sprite Liquid mixed tour, but there's no place like. Spring Break, okay. Fort Walton, Club La Vida, Girls Gone Wild when it was at the Yellow House. <laughs> <That's- you know? laughs> I'm old now. I'm old. Oh my gosh, that's in the day. That's when like Girls Gone Wild was like the biggest thing. Like really yeah. big Spring Break, Freak Nick, all that yeah. at the time was huge. And just to let you guys know who don't know, the Nappy Roots was out when music was just we're coming from the nineties with great music. And then when you hit the two thousands and the early two thousands, I mean, you just have so many groups come and go. Some last long, but that's when music was the best. I mean, you had, like you said, you're with Jay-Z, you have Maya, you have, um, uh, what remember Maya came out with, um, what's the group silver hair, um, thong, 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 thong. Uh, Drew Hill. Uh, Freaking Drew Hill. When Drew Hill, all of them. Mm, so he's out. They're competing. Like this is when when you were competing, and Three when spots. you went on tour, you're with. Like he said, he's with Jay Z. He's with. I mean, it's organized noise with the uh, yeah. Nappy Doc Nappy Doc Org. Their second album in 2011, and they produced that. So he's. This is legendary stuff, and and so. How is that like coming from where you came from and you knew these artists before like you were you, like you were huge. How was it being with a Jay-Z or just the 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 legends that you were around at that time? I think it was the formation of what to come. If you ever seen Cadillac Records, I would I've heard be, of Cadillac Records, yes. I would be more like a muddy waters. Okay. Who, who later introduced you to a Chuck Berry, which would be Kanye West okay. as an artist. You know, he would open up for Nappy Roots and John Legend would open up for him. 
at a time they wouldn't let him rap over at Rockefeller. He was doing H to the Izzo, V right, to the, yes. you know, at those times. Yes. yes. And for him to, we had the second album, we in LA, and we worked together a lot. So to actually hit the studio with him and be in the genius on his own production, you know, and, and work right. on ours as well. And so he came over there and had this freedom of voice and Nappy Roots had paved the way to where reality rap was king. And him being from Chicago, he was already ready to go. It was kind of our first party okay. and more like his fifth one, you know? So okay. we did the same okay. kind of music and Twister being the label made at that time. Wow, um, okay. Trick Daddy, you know? And yeah, yeah working on all the soundtracks. So the experience came and being with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, yes. working on the Lady Killer soundtrack and the score for Tom Hanks and right. T-Bone Burnett. So all those 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 times in 2000 was golden. Yes. It was forming. Yes. And yes. Uh, to be a part of that movement before Napster, we got downloaded 11 million times illegally. So, yeah, during that process. I remember Napster. I remember yeah. Napster. Um, thank you, Metallica, for ending it. Uh, Lars Ulrich, really. Um, I just want to mention that Napster was huge back in the day, guys. If you if you don't know what Napster was or is, it was a huge um, downloading, uh, illegally download music. You can get music from any artist. And um, some bands did not like that. They didn't like their music being downloaded for free. I, I understand it to a point. Um, but we as consumers, you know how we are. Some of us at that time, I remember it was expensive to get a CD. Uh, my brother would have to, uh, I come back in a day where you get an, uh, a tape and you mix it or you you record it and someone else makes you that mixtape. Okay. So, you know, uh -huh. I was able to get a lot of music like that. Cause like I said, at the time I was really young, you couldn't afford some CDs. They were expensive. So you have it was one of those artists. It yeah, was, it that was, was one of those. Of Absolutely. And when you have an artist, uh, a group like Nappy Roots and you can't afford to get their stuff, unfortunately you go to places like Napster and you, you, you get it and you record it and you share it over and over again, because you wanted the hot music that was out and you guys were putting out hot music. They had, Good Day, Country Boys, Heads Up, Ho Folks with Anthony Hamilton, Blew It Up, Absolutely Beautiful, No Stairs, Down and Out, Ah Nah, Round in the Globe, Stick, Stick and Tired, Nappy Roots Day, Bluegrass Stain. It is so much. It, they just had so much music. I mean, th this was the group to, like he said, they were all around the world. Um, I want to ask you, though, what first got you into music, though? And how old were you? I was very young. My mother was a pastor, sang in churches, and I came from segregation, born in 1976 in a small town called Bowling Green, USA. Smaller than that, Shagrad. I'm from a place where, you see, he was with, you know, you know, you know, and just okay. Okay. I, I came from that place. And so Bobby Jones and gospel music was one of my key influences early. Okay. Prince and Michael Jackson were my biggie and Tupac. Okay. I listened to a lot of, you know, country music. Yes, yes. And Motown. Okay. 
And uh, so the influence was early, and I started beatboxing. I like the Fat Boys. I like okay. Buffy, Kuraski, you know. Right. And, okay. And it was the vibe, and Disorderlies was my favorite movie. Uh, right, the Fat Boys guys back in the eighties. Uh, oh, fat yeah. Boys, uh, 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 three right, big you know, guys, yeah. beatbox masters. Like that's that that's what made them big. They were mm-hmm. so big with their beatbox, and they got a movie called uh, what was it? Disorderly. Disorderly. Yeah. And it was a, it was a comedy. It was really funny. Like they were everything in the early to mid eighties. I think that movie came uh, out uh, around uh, the time that. Crush Groove came out. Yes, all of that. DMC, Curtis Blow. Yes. And right before Big Daddy came. Yes. So I was a kid watching Rap City, recording videos on your VCR tape, VHS tape. (laughs) Go over your little dates and I'll show you little videos (laughs) of your home. You know. Um, So fell in love with hip hop that way and wanted to share it. That way, like probably everybody else did. And we. You know, and special ed, I got it made. Yes, yes, special ed. Yes. Rock when we go yes. dance in college and land there, following. So um, that, um, yeah, that I, gosh, I was a, a, I'm a little bit older than you, but um, yeah, I, I remember that time. My brother was uh really into Curtis Blow and um, Big Daddy Kane. Um, mm-hmm. what was the song? It takes you rock bass. Oh, Rebel Junior Hines, Don't Want Jeans. Yes, that was um, my brother. He was really into that. Um, and he turned us on to that. He's a way older than us. So I went through my pop phase where I love, you know, the music from England and the, the you remember MTV, early days of MTV. You I know, want your, my, yeah. I want my. Yes, yes. absolutely. When they had actually an astronaut, like original MTV, MTV used to play videos 24 7, you know, 1982. 1982. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Yes, video killed the radio star. That's the era that we're talking about. So, um, but you know, did you get okay? You were already into rap music. But when G Funk came out, when when Dr. Dre came out, just graduated above the rim, yes. class of '94. Yes, yes. I was at the park one day. That's when I saw her face. Yes. I didn't want yes. to do nothing else after I heard Eight Ball MJG that year, though. Oh my gosh! Right, and um, let's see. We have Eight Ball. We have Scarface. Scarface. Oh, yeah. That, um, this was right before boys. Man Cry. Yeah, the ghetto yeah, boys okay. mind played tricks on me. Yes, yes. 91. Yes. And Scarface and, um, was... You mentioned Twista. What was the group, the the the, the Twista's group, the three guys? Uh, Poe Pimp? Uh, Poe Pimp? Do, uh, do or that? Do or Oh, my God. Do you want to ride? Yes, yes. of a What did you think when you first heard that? Just, just decide, just to know about what you listen to. It was, it was like, wow. Yes. I'm from Kentucky, the Midwest, and these dudes was five hours north, okay. where Eight Ball MJG was four hours south. Okay. And you know, it was just like, wow. And then Bone was four hours east in Ohio. Okay. 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 And, you know, it's just. And then, you know, St. Yeah. Louis is the other way. 
And right. being from Kentucky, you border five states. Okay. So everybody, each end of Kentucky is different. If you're from Louisville, you're more Indianapolis. Okay. If Indiana, you know? And if you're okay. from okay. Lexington, you're more Ohio. Okay. And being Bowling Green, you're more from Tennessee, Nashville. Okay. okay. You okay. feel what I'm saying? Okay. I'm from, um, my, um, my father's family, we're from Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, so, I'm from Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> I can dig it. We go that way to gamble. The Mississippi. Okay. We yeah. lived right around the corner from Mount Vernon. And I oh. remember, um, <laughs> yeah, we were um, West Coast girls, grew up on the West Coast, go visit our dad and live with our dad. We're like in eighth grade, the first time in the South. Uh-huh. Uh, haven't been to Mississippi since we were babies, so we didn't remember it. So Uh-oh. we go there, we live with our dad, and it was just a total shock. It was just absolutely shock when you come from California, you know, <laughs> yeah, California, and then you go all the way to freaking Mississippi. It Mosquito was swag, oh Mississippi. My gosh. And I remember my grandpa made us a raccoon stew. That was like a big deal. And he was offended mm-hmm. that we were like, we don't, okay. you know what I mean? Like what raccoon, grand, that's like a rodent grandpa, you know? And he's like, no, we're no, cleaning, we eat we're cleaning right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bow weaver, red bean. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy, I've seen it. Everything there was spicy. Oh yeah. That's the way it is in the South. Spicy. Yeah. But I remember a restaurant called Po Folks. Ooh, that po was folks. when you, yeah, that was in the eighties. Okay. Okay. I remember there was a restaurant and, I guess it's kind of like um, our Sherry's or Denny's, but more soulful. And it was called Po Folks. And I remember asking my dad, "What's what's Po Folks?" He's like, "Oh, we got to go there. That's that's that's." Well, that's everybody can eat for ten dollars a piece, baby. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's, yes. Idea. So that's my little um, as far as I went to. But I do have family that's from Kentucky. My mom was born in Kentucky, but we never. We'd never been there, right even Mississippi and back. But yeah, but Kentucky, cousins, all that, now live in Compton. But they're all from, we all hail from the South, Chattanooga. Right, Chattown. Yeah, that's where I was born. Right on, then. Yeah. I got a lot yeah. of friends there. My grandmother and them from the East Ridge, Cookville, okay. Tennessee. Okay. All good, Tennessee. Okay. All right, My so. from the Alton, Alton Projects in Tennessee, and they all lived in that uh in in that area in and that vicinity, west chattanooga yes. yes okay is that where it is okay yeah okay okay all right i'm, I'm sorry good. this is just gosh you never know. it's a small world v yeah it's a small world um how would you describe the music that you create um soulful satisfying um, working class. We like A1 sauce on steak because we like A1 sauce, not because the steak's bad. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. Just working class. A song that helps you move heavy burden. A song that inspires you to take your mind off of normal and be conscious. Right. Um, reality rap. Okay. Um, Definitely daytime music, day party. Eleven o'clock done got too late. You know, I want, I want, I want to party and eat Mexican food when the kids get on the bus. <laughs> you know, be drunk back up by the time they get out. Right. You know, so um, that's my music. It's reality rap. 
it's life, it's music after the trap. After you realize they don't cry two rows back at a funeral. Um, Best friend you probably going to have is God. If you got family that's tight, epitomize it because most of us don't. Um, My music represents the common man where a real father, a father like James on good times. Right. Yeah, not the father that hip-hop try to tell you about a section (laughs) and all that. No. Uh, right, more right. I'm up in the room is gonna be me and you. That's what that what my music represents. Okay, okay. A time of love. Okay. So, with your process, your creative process, how do you go about creating? Like, you know, when you because you, I, I get you write all of your work. So, how do you go about? You I know, start with a melody okay. and a subject. Like now that I'm putting my life together and. I'm retrieving my publishing rights from Nappy Roots and I'm setting all these activist plans and activating put down on your gun and pick up your son with the gangbangers in Nashville that has handgun capital world violence in the world and going to places like East St. Louis. And as I put these steps together and you watch the first 48 and you watch Malcolm's story and you watch Martin's story. Somebody knew these people. When you watch Young Dolph's story, there was a family dollar in the backdraft of where he was when he was gunned down and slain. Right. So when I put the words together, I kind of want to put it together with that in mind like a hook, like please don't nipsy me. Tomorrow be better if we both alive. Please don't nipsy me. Mother sleep better with their sons alive. Ooh, don't nipsy me. You sure is a king when I look in your eyes. Please don't nipsy me. Tomorrow be better if we both survive. And you're going to hear lyrics like that and songs of that nature, more like if you're reading books like Zane's Chronicles, you're going to hear it in our language where you know I'm talking to you and somebody borrowed money to raise that child and you calling them an ops. Somebody, right. you know, so right, right. you know how, how hard life is and all right. that put into raising a child right. and you don't know that until your father or mother and you would take somebody's 20 years of going to work when they didn't feel like it, borrowing money, taking that job to get a haircut, all the doctor trips over some rap song or some foolish emotion that y'all was online or listening to. Right. That later as grown people, you no, y'all didn't have, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah. No, I so, get that. Um, um, you know, you mentioned Dolph and I remember, um, um, gosh, Mo3 and, you know, and remember it was Mo3 and then Dolph and you had all of them and you're, you're looking at all this great talent and uh, granted our generation had Pac and Biggie, you know, but it's nothing, it's nothing like this generation. It's, 
No. It's absolutely nothing. I mean, this internet has them twisted. I mean, they're literally dying over albums, like records, like they're dying over that. And yeah. I remember when we lost uh, Mo3 and diving into his music, you know, it's just, it's this talent. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you see where they could have gone and then you find out, like you said, they have families. And then, and then that person that shot him had a family and just, and I wanted to ask you about that because how do you feel um, about the internet's impact on the music business? Since we're on that subject of these artists dying. There's no filter right now. Everyone has a voice. So we must choose what voice to listen to right. and why. Then there's entrepreneurs and ways out. But then there's ways that's creating more hurt than help. Yes. And touching lives in a way I don't, I think I'd rather see different. Right. I think um, as a mature artist that care about content and the simple mission is to go have a good time and return to your prospective residence safe and in one piece and right. as life as you knew it. And ain't no guarantee. I oh, mean, we're going to have that with Silver. That might be your last Long Island iced tea. Right. <laughs> you know, or whatever you're drinking, you know. <laughs> so it's like, we got to do better about our children. We left them alone. Right. They're children of meth addicts. Most grew up in Granny's house that she couldn't watch him. Now they're dropping kids off in fire departments. Yes. And it's more single dads and mothers. Uh, you know, most of right. them eating appetizers right. at 10 o'clock with Miss Stephanie, right. you know, after yes. 40. Most women yes. are alone. And it ain't just black anymore. No. The bars are full of women looking 35 and up. Right. Looking for $40. Uh, and that's where our music has reflected. Parentless kids. Yes. Kids trying. Parents trying to impress their kids. Did I do good for Tommy for Christmas? Right. Who's the parents, right. you damn fool? You know, right. and, you remember our mama and them didn't do shit for us, but we tried to impress them. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, sir. You know. Absolutely. I know the household I grew in. I mean, I grew up in a, a, a strict household. My mother ruled with an iron fist, but yes. we were we were great kids. It was normal, you know? Yeah. We were ass whooping, kept you out of a yeah, lot no, of kids. And that's what, oh my gosh, that's what needs to happen because it kept us in line. Like we, we respected but feared our mother. You know, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that was mom. That was that was mom. That and was she mom. Everything going. She anything we needed, you know, she would make sure we get. And if she couldn't do it, we were OK with that because you you come up with respect, you know, and I'm thankful for that. But I do understand that um, a lot of us don't have that. You know, like you said, they're eating appetizers for dinner. You know, they don't. Yeah. Have, I know. Zero. Yeah. So. I understand that. I totally understand that. I just hate that when they make it, they're still, it's like today's rappers are still trying to impress. Like they're trying to impress their, you've made it, you know. But You know, success ain't enough. Yeah. They want respect. Yeah. And okay. you can't buy respect. Right. And 
And you don't know, you have right. to tell you most people have to develop to learn. And most young artists are not developed. Right. They're chasing after every car. You yes. know how a young dog out of the fence, he'll chase after every car. Yes. Yes. And then that old one will sit on the porch and he don't move. <laughs> right. You know, so right. it's just getting all they play out to me. Right. And you know, it's like if you watch the NBA, it's a lot of kids that go pro. That fears out right there in the pro. They never go better than 10 points and eight rebounds. And then there's LeBron. Yes. And you know, after it all even out, you know, it's about the work you put in, how you eat. What's the message? He stayed there with all his kids. Me as a father that have kids that play D1 basketball and other things. And for him to hold his household together like that in such a time of I could do something else. Yes. Says a lot about his character. Absolutely. And how his kids look at him. Right. Says a lot about who he is. And how that woman speaks of him. Says a lot about who he is. You know, I like to give everybody a flower when they when they're growing them. I just think it's still good in the world. Yes. We just gotta really listen to our calling. I follow Pastor Jakes a lot. T D okay. Jakes. Yes. I have my yes. pastoral degree as well. Okay. I can I do marriages. I sell life do insurance. You really? <laughs> yeah. I'm the high priest. I'm not a bishop. I'm not a pastor. Right. Oh, I got a direct line with Jesus H himself. Okay. And he, he let me see some pretty good days, and I like to bump into others and, and, and express my run in and witness well, what I've seen. You know, I, I feel that um, with your music. Um, and I'm just going to jump around uh, the years for, first of all, for the new music. Big V has a lot of new music out. He's at new. I mean, once he left the uh, Nappy Roots in 2012, it's like, you know, most people leave. And I know you took a break. You took a break to raise your kids. You have what? Is it four boys or do you have girls and boys? What do you have? Baby? I got I got four girls and three boys, but I raised oh, wow. two, two girls and two boys at this time. OK. And uh, they, they shaped up okay. to be some pretty good people. I got a school teacher, uh, got wow. it like the daydream. So he wound up. Driving truck and staring for miles for pretty good, you know. And, and uh, you, um, you have one that just went to college, right? Yeah, baby girl just went to Northern University to play ball on a full basketball scholarship. Congrats. My youngest son, Little Vito, plays for Colorado and Coach Prime Time, Deion Sanders, looking to have an exciting year. He uh, started two years in the SEC, went ten and two, both of them. And been an All-American since sixth grade, so this ought to be fun wow. for him. Very and challenging. He's, as he goes into his entrepreneur right. thing, he's coming out. He loves to work with dogs, and I'm not going to put him all the way out there yet. Okay, so okay. Dion's okay. opening doors out there for him and the great staff of molding young men that will soon be in the world with money and things that they haven't had in that disposal and how to be a grown man and be responsible with the blessings that you have. Right, right. Um, before I get into your new music, why did you leave the Nappy Roots? Two things. Why Vito left Nappy Roots? My children was left at my mom's and I decided they needed a 
father instead of a rap star. And Skinny DeVille, if you ever watch NWA, yes. he was like easy, was okay. with Jerry Hello Seffer, he was with Mike Curran. Okay. He, he decides to pinch out of the publishing, you know. You got to feed one and start, start the others. So he just, you know, knew the music business, read the books and things, okay. you know. Okay. Okay. So it just publishing and the greedy and what you call it not looking. So we just grew as men. Okay. To be fair and honest. Okay. But he had his hand in the cookie jar. Okay. And we couldn't resolve it. I, at that time, I was too young in my life. And I feel like he was to right. do what needed to be done. Now that we're men and it's been 10 years, I think we can sit down and point some things out. Probably won't be friends, but we could do business. <laughs> Once right. we catch up and you run me a damn money, you know, <laughs> quit playing with me, boy. And uh, so... That's where it is for me. I don't have any hard feelings. Good. Call a safe for safe out out. Thief for thief or crook or crook. <laughs> and you know, if you were, you know, if you made it in my life, you're gonna eat it. That'd be a plate you're gonna have to eat. Right. So right. that's why V left Nappy Roots. It was just got into a creative difference. They moved to Atlanta. Okay. Um they were not really blown away by the fact that the group was sound more like Lionel Richie in the Commodores. And with me being Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. I'm from a small town and write country music, hick hock music, became the king of barbecue music. And them being from the city don't kind of coincide with what they do. So I had my identity first. Okay. And they didn't have theirs. I was more like Ralph of New Edition. Okay. In the beginning. Okay. Yeah, that okay. Way. Okay. And so being that cat, you kind of want to do other things. And it kind of makes you envious in the beginning. And then when the camera's on and they're used to this sound. Right. And then so they kept trying to go away from my sound that a million people liked already. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So we wasn't, so it got where we couldn't create. Okay. And yeah. I do know that um, you started. You started the group in, um, was it Western Kentucky um, University? I think um, we were forming it together. They're a little older okay. than me, two years older than me. They came okay. to school earlier. Okay. But they had television and they come from two parent homes. Okay. And it was different. I'm more the Eddie Kane, David Ruffin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Element of it. Okay. All right. I get that. Um, was it hard? Going from group member, lead, lead vocalist to now just doing your own thing, being on your own. No, because I wrote all the hooks anyway. Okay. I would set the tone. I had a lot of influence okay. in the group. So it's just like, okay, I'll just do it for myself now. Okay. And I want, I want that beat this time more. Okay. I, I like to talk to women. Okay. And <laughs> as group, Nappy Roots, we never talk to women. Okay, right. You know, right. so now right. none of my stronger points where you know, like now you're hearing records like All On Me and All Night yes. Long ain't long enough to where 
you got this 20-year-old mind state of the lover you are and you y'all both went to work and baby, I got a hot tub. You going to the spa and I got us right. a babysitter and we gonna dance in the living room and we gone and we gone and we gone and time <laughs> right, four o'clock right. get here. Time both of us get that child and something to eat and our shoes are we about all we can offer each other is, is intimacy. Intimacy. Maybe right. finish baking that cake and icing it when it get cool, you know. Yeah. Now we, I, now we sleep. You know. I heard I heard one. I can't think of the name of it. And I, I probably have it written down, but it made me blush. It made me oh. blush. It was one of your slow songs that made me blush. But um I do know that okay, in 2012, was it a too real to be real hard? That was that the first first my, EP my first EP was too okay. real to be hard. Okay. All right. Yeah. And you but riding alone and Tom Petty. Yeah, and if you owe me ten dollars, gonna pay ten dollars because I'm that petty. I'm just that petty, right. and you know, you know, it was just hey, it is what it is, homeboy. Yes. Right, I'm just that petty. Don't play with me. Um. Okay. So, okay. So that was 2012. So Big Fee, as soon as he left Nappy Roots, we have Too Real to Be Hard. That's his first EP, and it has um. Riding Alone, Tom Petty, what he was just talking about, that song, that's on that EP. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you go back to, I think, 2017, and I hear this song called When We Were Young. When We Were Young. Wow, that, I was telling V backstage when I heard that song, and I've listened to it a few times, it just, it it makes me, um, it brings tears to my eyes because when you hear it, it brings you back to, a simpler time. Um, the the video that you have for it, seeing you guys in the group and just just everything. It was just I I love that song and the young lady that sang the chorus, just beautiful. It, it, it just tell you beautiful. what I was I listening really to nineteen and twenty one, and we were on the road. And Mumford and Son was just introducing. You know, we real hippies. We were riding through Northern California. And somebody said, listen to this, Adele. And I was listening to a song called We Were Young. Okay. And there was a sequence in it. And later on, and I was like, oh, I got a sound for this, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I uh, was just listening to Adele and, and her great music. Right. And she had a song called When We Were Young. And it inspired okay. me to just... Keep looping that. Bring that back. Okay. I had something to say when we were young, and then it and it inspired me to do that. You know, when you hear Sting's "Forever Young," yes. and then you yes. hear, yes. you know, so me being old. I didn't even know boy, that was Adele. Sorry. Yes, that's Adele. Off of twenty one when we were young. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, it's I I I I really love that song. Um, let's see. We have um. Of course, all on me. Um, that's that's just a beautiful song, and I know that it's like um, I know you have it labeled as um, kind of hip hop and neo uh, uh, neo soul. And, it's barbecue um, music. You know, it, it's it's it absolutely is barbecue music. Uh, uh, around this time of day here in California, it's kind of you know kind of gray out, and it's. You know, uh, first of all, it's Big V, Urban Mystique, uh, King of the Beats. Um, it came out in 2021, um, and the video was shot and directed by uh, DG Loke. Uh, 
Um, and now I noticed that um, King of the Beats, that he produces a lot. Uh, I notice a lot of music that I've been listening to. He's been he's the producer on that. But are you still working class, ENT? I'm working class, but King okay. of the Beats is my production company. Okay. Like oh. when I worked with Organized Noise and Rico Wade, Ray Mary, Andre 3000, Sleepy Brown, Rupe, and, and they taught me how to produce, okay. how to make big records. So instead of, and Rico was working on his nephew's Futures project at the time. And I'm not from Atlanta. And he was like, he got a line of things. V, this album that we did with Nappy Roots, I learned how to produce. He said, just go to Kentucky and build your own table. You got 11 million buyers. You don't need anything like we got. You know, and they more, ain't nobody doping me. I'm just playing. And they got that music right. and that arrangement. Right. So... Kentucky is more 808 guitars, bluesy. Okay. And, and so I went back home to the, and we set out and created this beat team that we have a range of session players in this dark liquor, chronic kind of <laughs> jukebox, cherry wood, spade floor kind of thing. You know, so went back and made King of the Beats. Okay. And so now that's my production team. So now okay. when I do scores and soundtracks and beats, half of the record or 75% of the record is mine. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking it's like a separate, and that's King with a Y, guys. King, King of the Beats. So that's you. That's you. Okay. Yeah, that's our beat team. Okay. All right. Well, it's... The the all on me. It's it's I love that song. Um, Get money. Um, that was uh that's new. That's February. That's twenty twenty three. Um, yeah. and that's off of the EP. I got a story to tell. Also, okay. I want to mention, guys, that um, you also have um the uh, good number. I listened to that for the first time yesterday. I I, I love good number. Um, that was May twenty twenty three, and it's also on the five mic mixtape and i got a story so yes. what's the five mic mixtape you remember in the source when they scored your music oh for five, five microphones five mic yes okay 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 so, all right so this is one of them this okay. is the big joker yeah this is the okay. eight and the king if you playing space nice. it's going down okay. okay okay great all right so yeah so back in the days of the source um, whenever, uh, like an artist, they'd write about an artist or a new song that came out, a hip hop, they would score it in, in mics. So if you got five mics, you were like Biggie, five mics, uh, Eminem, yes, five yes, mics, yes, who, who they yes. was pissed off about. Um, was Tupac ever reviewed in the source? He wasn't reviewed in a, was it I'm after I'm not him? sure. Yeah, I think it was yeah, afterwards. I think it was after him. Well, no, well, no, double because XL Biggie was in this, yeah, double X, yeah, by that. the way. Double XL named you top ten rap voice of all time. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm yes, like I six on that, that list. I'm yeah. like, yes. How do so, you feel about that? To start out as a kid, you know, when kids was out in the yard, you shot, shot five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. and you wanted to yeah. be that. 
and you watch, like I said, Big Daddy Kane and Run DMC, Tougher right. and you heard Method Man and DMX and Scarface yes. and Biggie and uh, Onyx yes. and things oh, yeah. like that. And to have your voice is one of the top 10 noted. Like, yes. when it come on and you considered around Biggie and Jada Kiss. Yes. And to know you have one of those voices, it's it's just, it's a blessing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I read that article today and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm going through, you know, they're the the people that they have ranked. But yes, Big V, Double XL, one of the, what is it? The the five, the, the top rated voices. voices. Okay, top 10 rap all voices time. all time. That is huge. That's absolutely huge. Like that's, yeah, because you know, you you get together and you always want to know who's your favorite lyricist, who's your favorite yeah. vocal, who's your favorite. He's that guy. I mean, V, I, I you know, I was um researching Big V and I was telling him every time I thought I found everything, something mm-hmm. else new would pop up or a new video would pop up as I'm going through YouTube and Vivo. And I'm like, I I had to just stop. I had to stop because there was just so much. I do want to mention though, are you still with the Light of Chance program? Yes. And we work on with autism and they like my good day. And there's this cat that works at my gym and he's big in autism and his name's Alex. And so we go and just smile and cut up and dance and hip hop. And then with the Breathe Light of Chance, we got this program, Finding Your You, meaning who will you be and why or why not? And just identity, credit score, just because you're not an artist not mean you're not in entertainment. You may be the entertainment lawyer. You may be not the ball player, but the trainer. And they got credit scores and live pretty good lives as well. And the best janitor, the best electrician you can be, you can still have pedicures and joys and a pretty somebody Sister, you don't have to be that to be this. You could do nails. And what would a biracial shop look like if you was getting your nails done? How would you do it? And your food truck, whatever you join. So just to encourage someone to be all they can be. And then sky is the view is not the limit. And to look at it like that on purpose. Right. Um. I also want to mention, um, besides, you know, everything that Big Fee's involved with, music, production, um, your cannabis, your... Um, dispensary, yeah, man. Cannabis. Dispensary. Talk about yeah. I was, like I said, I left Nappy Roots to go home and take care of kids so I couldn't get to my main income. Skinny had my publishing and all business. So I was a weed man before Nappy Roots. And me being intellectually and a guy ready to take the next step, I just got a tax ID number. Listening to JD, Jay-Z, I got the corner store with the corner office. <laughs> created a QR code. <laughs> put it on the reef and the gummy baths and mushrooms or whatever your pleasure, or vape pen right. or right. edibles or whatever you're doing. And right. Scan it with your phone. You got the music. You wanted to buy the music, you can have the edible or whatever I just handed you for 20 bucks. Or 
a whole ounce of it for 200. And that just became like my supplement income until I put all my things together. I own everything about my music. I own my masters. I own my store. Me and my connects. As far as the cannabis go, I'm creating my own strand. So now I can just walk to any chemist in anywhere that's legal and they make my strand and I just tour their state. Wow. Wow. Um, let's see, you 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 have a movie career. <laughs> you did uh the breakup masters in 2021. You played Doug. Um, mm-hmm. you have um he did the the BT, I think it was uh the business of Christmas part two. Um, mm-hmm. and you played yourself in that. Um, and also you played Uncle Charlie in the Geechee, one film, Black and Blue Tears. Yes. Okay. Shot in um, South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Um, do you like acting? Do you, do you? I love it. It's, it's, it's another outlet. Okay. Of all the things that I've seen in my lifetime that I hadn't necessarily got to say. Okay. And now after being in those films, I started writing. And working on my new movie right now. I'm just signing non-disclosure. I just finished my autobiography, the book, as well as, you know, where you hear it on the voice, where it goes in truck drivers and soldiers' ears. And they, you know, you're able to get it like it, as well as the physical copy coming out in 20 countries here at the end of the month. Shout out to Jimmy Spice, who uh, on the Sugar Hill Gang oh, and okay. you know, I just yeah. ran into some New York boys, and now I'm getting more coded, more staffed, okay. and a lot of data that we sharing together in plans. So making our lives for another round. Nice. Um, so guys, we're getting towards the end of the interview, but I want to mention the, the the new songs that's out, okay? Because you can find them, you can find them on Vivo, you can find, you can download it. You can go to Spotify, iTunes, anywhere mm-hmm. you can get music. He he has music. Big V of Nappy Roots. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, like I said, um, get money. That's that's. This is 2023, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Produced by King of the Beats um, Productions. Um, also, um, he also has a video for that as well. I got to watch that. All on me. That's the the neo hip hop soul. Um, mm-hmm. with Urban Mystique. Um, and this is another um, artist that is 2000s and another talented artist that actually just didn't get props. You know, some some just people just didn't get props, but they, when you hear his voice and you guys know they him, doing it. Yeah. You will, they, they still are out there making music. And um, when you hear his voice, if you know he is, I, his voice is amazing. Yeah, man, I man, I'm with him oh, in Casey Haley. Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Or, you know, I, I would love for him to sing a little bit of Teddy Pendergrass, you know, like he can really sing. He can, I can, I, when I heard Bobby Womack kind of business yes, going yes, on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, Bobby Womack, um, Johnny Taylor type of stuff. Oh, okay? yeah. That's who. My um, last $2. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love Bobby Taylor. I love Bobby Taylor. Yeah. Um, the, Good love. Yes. Um, um, running Out of Lies. Okay, that's, yeah, that's one of my it. favorite one. Um, uh, too many memories, which I believe actually, in you. Yeah. Yes, and and the too many too many memories. That's uh, by Bobby um, Taylor, um, Johnny Taylor. I'm sorry, Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor. Um, when we were young, it, it it's kind of like 
you know, on on the, you get what I'm saying, okay? I come from that card okay. playing music and, okay. and a bang of yes. liquor on the table. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. That's if you guys haven't um heard of uh Johnny Taylor, go back. You can you can go to YouTube, punch him in. It's it, you you'll love. You're missing good good music, good soul music. Um, anyways, um, we also have five years ago you had um Colorado, New um California. Um, which is uh, 2018. Um, and then we have, when we were young, that was 2017. And then in 2020, really appreciate you in 2020 because we're going through this pandemic and he has a song called It's Okay. And okay. It's, it's, it's exactly what we needed at that time in 2020 with everything going on, COVID and all that, to get a song like that um, to come out was just, it was a beautiful song. It, it, it we're we're okay, and we are because we got through it. Um, and that was shot, and the video was shot and directed by Eric Logan. And then we have Street Boy, and Street Boy. I like that because reading about the song, it's kind of like a relationship. I think you said that that had that dealt with drugs, and is that what Street Boy was basically about? Street Boy was was. Women on my block, being the only father on the block, and there's 400 doors, and most don't know what a man look like unless they fighting or cussing out in the yard or a police officer. So there was lyrics like, I got this gal I've been fucking with. She explained she done dealt with a street boy. Had two or three children with a street boy. Know the feeling when you're living with a street boy. And the lyrics is K tapping Jesus Christ for the next 30 days. Plasma twice a week, but the lights will get paid. Met a baby's daddy, shining on the blade and gonna lose a baby's daddy. Shining on the blade, two kids in four years. Oh, she figured life's a bitch. Didn't know a man was cheating. Did it hurt when she pissed? And it smelled like fish. And it swelled and it itched. And it's been five years and she done wrote off me. And I got this gal I've been fucking with. You know, and it's chronicles of single women and run-ins with men and meth and drugs and kids dropped off at the fire department and single mama and all that there. Yeah, and you can, um, and all of these these uh, songs that I'm mentioning, go to YouTube. You can find them all on YouTube. You have Vivo, go to Vivo. We have um, Top of the South, 2018. Love that song. Like you said, barbecue music. Um, we have uh, Frost, uh, featuring Frost Forever. And um, is he another artist like that's signed to you or is just a- Kentucky, another-, another freelancer. They okay. kind of do his thing. We kind of catch fish together, he's and dope. then we eat apart. Okay, yeah. he's he's really good. I love that song. Um, and then dreams, August twenty eighteen. That was another. Uh, I I found that this morning because when I, this this list is when I thought it was. I found everything, and then this came up. So I'm still writing down music. Um, and then I'll I'll leave it with um, um. Good number that came out May 2023. I love that song. I just a love when number. you're just... Ain't that all you know? Ain't that what you need? When I... you get a pick four from Wendy's, you want a good number. <laughs> when you go pay the pick three, you want a good number. When you get your eyebrows dodged and your feet done, you want a good number. Right. When you buy and reach, right. 
You had ten dollars the next Thursday. You want a good number. You want a good number. <laughs> I yeah, that's love right. that. And also, I want to mention. Also, um, is it on uh, all on me? I love your introduction to all on me when you're just. I think you're you're freestyling. I I I love that introduction. I was gonna put it on my story, but I wanted to get to the chorus of that. But I mm. love your freestyle. I love when. Um, I forget what song it is, but there's a song where you're just you're just freestyling. You're just kind of talking through. And I think uh, maybe that is good number. Maybe that's the one where you're just freestyling through it. And then midway through you, I think you get a beat or whatnot. But you're I love mm -hmm. your freestyle. It's just it's you and music. You you do a little bit, bit of everything like you, you, you do the freestyle, you rap and then you got that voice. And then it's that raspiness. It's just a whole package that you have. And um, I just enjoyed listening to the next next song and the next song and the next song. So um, congrats to you on everything. Also, we'll mention your Christmas song, your St. Nick. Um, mm. That was in uh, 2018, November. Uh, mm -hmm. That was really cute. I love that. I was like, damn, he even got a Christmas song. My goodness. Like, you know, mm -hmm. where does it end? Where am I going to find the end of this music? And it's not because still more music's coming up. Um, oh, yeah. And then... You can now you can go on um, Spotify, guys, or you can go on um, iTunes and you can download Mario. Love it. And Love thanks Mario. for the source for picking it up. Shout out to King J and Nicole, you know, my whole PR staff. Okay. And we, you know, we putting it together. You guys are doing a great job. Seriously, you really are. And all night you can get that one as well. Um and that's um, that's a little slower song, but that that's the one. That's the song that made me blush. It was all <laughs> night. I listened to that on iTunes. That's the one that made me blush. I was like, oh my, oh my, oh my. You know, well, you just want to bake a cake <laughs> with a friend or make the house real hot and play twist in yes. your drawers with somebody yes. real intimate. Yes. All night long ain't long enough. Yes. We done got yeah. too old. We looking like a weekend. We can't finish this off Friday. Yeah, no. I, I love that. So I discovered those on iTunes. Big V, you're just you're great. I I appreciate you, your PR team, your manager. He's been great, um, helping me out, uh, uh, getting me this interview. Um, I could literally talk to you all night. I I hope that you come back. And before I go, I'm gonna let you shout out. I'm gonna let you tell us everything that you have going on. Um. You guys, I appreciate you guys joining me. This is Big V of the Nappy Roots. Um, music out today, 2023 music, all on me. Um, get money. You can get that right now. You can go to iTunes, download that. Also in the description, his um, his website will be there. His, um, his link tree will be there. And if you go to the link tree like I did, you can go there and you can hook up with all of his social media and music. And you can actually go to the website, preview music, and then you can go and buy your music there, however you want to do it. What do you have coming up? Uh, B, tell us. Right now, I'm going back on the road, going to tour most nights. Uh, I'm going to go out to Colorado. My son's playing for Dion, so we're going to, we're coming tour when I do that. And then I'm doing the hippie hello thing in in Kentucky, and it's just a small town thing, and I really want to be in front of four or five hundred people at a time and really be intimate, and you know, and really smoke and meet and greet, and right? 
I'm eating chicken now. I quit eating pork <laughs> shoulder and ribs. Oh, but, no. you know, still want to fellowship <laughs> and okay. cut it up and, and dance to music. And I just finished a new album, new record called Day Party. And I'm uh, going to be shooting that video real soon. So a lot of work ahead. Um, done a lot of work to be back in rotation. Right. And going to keep bringing you working class and great concepts. And acting my damn age. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, I've enjoyed you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for the new music. Um, it's 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 I love it. You guys will love it. Um, it's nice having you back. It's nice hearing that voice that we heard that uh was the front man from the Nappy Roots. So I'm so happy that you're back and you have excellent music. It's just I've I've enjoyed listening to everything. I've been playing it all night long when I came home from work last night. So I appreciate you. I hope that you um, come back and be a friend of the channel. Anytime you want to come back and just uh, bring a new project, whatever, please, you are always welcome. To my listeners, you guys go to Rossi Talks. Please subscribe, hit the like, share. It helps me grow. It gets me into that algorithm, algorithm, you know, that thing. All right. Anyways, that, that thing. All right. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your time. And uh, you guys be good to each other. Have a wonderful weekend, all right?